And if you're evangelizing, tell people yeah. that you're not perfect. Exactly. Because, we come off yes. as pious Christians yes. and they see our crosses and they think we're trying to be perfect. Mm. We're not trying to be perfect. No. We're, we're coming to God because we're coming to Jesus. We're going because to church. Because we know we're not perfect. Yeah, yeah, we're a bunch of hypocrites and liars. Yeah, right. Welcome to the Hot Mess Bible Club, Lauren Fennell. Beautiful young lady across <laughs> from me. She's 30 years old and uh, a millennial. Yeah. A millennial. We've been talking about a lot of millennial stuff and a lot of societal issues and biblical issues. And we, I, I love talking to Lauren. We <laughs> always have a good time. She's here with us today at the Hot Mess Bible Club podcast. And we are going to talk today about, explain to people what we're talking about. Um, well, that's... Uh, I would say about society as a whole, uh, millennials, from my point of view, right. as a millennial, um, right. and how we can prepare ourselves for um, this life and our eternal life. Oh yeah, yeah, and we've been to, we've been discussing this morning uh, the parable of the seeds or the farmer sowing seeds, mm-hmm. and it's a parable that Jesus taught about. Uh, a farmer scattering seeds and how some of the seeds fall on different kinds of soil. And the disciples are confused at this parable and Jesus is upset with them. He's like, what, you know, why do y'all have a problem with this? (laughs) You know, how can you understand any Uh of my parables if this is the most simple one? Anyway, but I'm, I'm, Lauren, if you would um, read for us Matthew 4, 13. Okay. From there, and Jesus is explaining the the parable to the disciples. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, Mark four thirteen says, But if you can't understand this story, how will you understand all the others I'm going to tell? The farmer I talked about is the one who brings God's message to others. The seed that fell on the hard path represents those who hear the message. But then Satan comes at once and takes it away from them. The rocky soil represents those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But like young plants in such soil, their roots don't go very deep. At first, they get along fine, but they will as soon as they have problems or are persecuted because they believe the word. The thorny ground represents represents those who hear and accept the good news. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for nice things. So no crop is produced. But the good soil represents those who hear and accept God's message and produce a hard, a huge harvest, 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as has been planted. That's an awesome message. Yeah, That's, it is. Isn't that, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jesus is, excuse me, Jesus is saying to in this parable that however your heart is, mm-hmm. that's how you will be able to receive my word and to live the Christian life. And yeah, yeah, right. Whether you'll be able to reproduce, whether mm-hmm. you'll, and that's what God wants us to do is to reproduce more Christians mm-hmm. and to, to spread the word of God, spread the gospel. And so tell me what you think that he's, what, how, how does the soil represent us? Yeah. So, um, the soil represents people and uh, and how they receive God's message. So it's based off your foundation, you know, your heart, and um, you know how 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 willing how how willing you are to either receive His message deeply or right. just you know on the surface, or if you even um, accept it at all. But then you get kind of carried away with life and the problems. I think it says persecuted Cares of this by world. yeah right. yeah right. then. You know the the plant the seed was planted, but then it 
quickly gets uprooted by, you know, you're you being overly stressed with this, you know, worldly possessions and things like that and yeah. not putting your faith in God. So then that, you know, it's done. Your crop is done, you know, and so. So the soil to me, and it sounds like to you, mm-hmm. basically represents our heart. Yes. Yeah. And and do we have a soft heart? Do we have good mm-hmm. soil? Or do we have a hard exactly. heart, which yeah. is the rocky soil, the mm-hmm. hard ground? Yes. And and Jesus is telling us that these different, you know, what, and we are responsible, I assume that we are responsible for preparing the soil of our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're hard hearted, then we can't receive God's message, much less right. reproduce exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mimic that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, I think, too, it's hard in our society, if, you know, like you're saying, it's up to us to uh, to prepare our soil, to prepare our hearts. We're to, responsible. Exactly, We're the farmer. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, but, you know, if, if you don't acknowledge that you have... Um, an issue with yourself or, you know, whatever, whatever you, word you want to use, right. then you can't change that. So I feel like with our society, people are are just so blinded by what's trending, um, you know, the, the material desires of this world, or and they don't see that their spiritual relationship with God is, is not flourishing or, or it's not even planted, right. you know? And um, I was reading... Um, this book, I keep forgetting the name of it, uh, Where Do We Go From Here by Dr. David Jeremiah. Right. Which is kind of what spru- sprouted all these ideas. Because Where he, do we go from here? Yeah, is where do we go from here? By is Dr. The, David Jeremiah. Yes. Okay. Um, and he talks about how a lot of the things that are happening in this time, now, you know, right now, um, mm-hmm. could be the beginning, the signs of the beginning of the end times, you know, right. from Revelation. Right. And um, that... The way that the world looks right now, and and you know all the societies in it, that we are we are more focused on this life than our eternal life. You know, we're not living as citizens of heaven. Do you feel that's heaven. where a lot of the people your age are, the millennial generation? Yes, exact. Yes, right. Yes, uh, the cares of this world. The, everybody is so image focused, mm-hmm. and the social media has become such oh, yeah. a big part of our life. Oh, Snatter, yeah. Snapchat. Twitter. Um, I don't want to say TikTok. my face. Yeah. Me, when social media first started, you're probably too young to remember, but there was a huge company called MySpace. Oh, no. Yes, I remember. And a huge yeah. company called Facebook. Uh-huh. And I can remember a lot of the older people saying, somebody wrote on my face. Oh, yeah. You know, instead of MySpace or Facebook, they would get them, put them together. Oh, my but gosh. Anyway, I've never heard that. That's I'm great. sorry. That was a complete sidetrack. No, that's great. But the millennials today, a lot of the young people today didn't, don't, y'all, y'all's generation, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not, has had it a good bit easier than our generation. Oh, yeah. No, I realize and, that. Yeah. 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 Technology wise and everything's, I mean, you know, everybody has mm-hmm. two cars or three cars. It's in about the convenience. Family. Everything's yeah. too convenient nowadays. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, quite often I find that a lot of the millennials, as soon as you do anything or say anything to make them uncomfortable, or the the general, the millennials can be that way. If mm-hmm. they get uncomfortable, they just check out. You right. Know, I'm oh, done. Yeah. yeah. We're not, you know, Throw I'm not suffering for anything. Exactly. I'm not, you know, yes. and Jesus told us that 
to to serve him would be to suffer that in this yes. i believe he says in this world we will you will have tribulation but in me you will find peace right yes so and and i think that's where does that point back to, to you that in this world we will have trouble in this well, passage that we're talking well about? i think it's because you know we we were not designed or put on this earth for ourselves right i think that's a huge reality check yeah. For people in general, but I think specifically We're the so millennials. We're so self-centered. Yes, because yeah. like you said, we have been raised in convenience and spoon-fed, and you know, and and um, you know, <clears throat> I I am a millennial, but I don't really relate. Um, like I don't have a TikTok, I have an Instagram, um, but I don't like I you know because I didn't have texting or a phone or anything until college. Like I didn't have. Anything. Oh yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't that raised around that. Yeah, days. and that yeah. yeah. And I'm really glad. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad because I'm kind of an old soul in that way that I I recognize that within myself, but then I don't see that a lot with my peers. You know, I see that they're getting in trouble for texting at the dinner table. You know, that was never an issue with me. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that, um, you know, I, I, I feel like people need to understand that you know, we are not, this may be our life, but we, we're not here to we are live not it selfishly. Our own. Exactly. Jesus, we have a duty. Jesus, yeah. We, we, we've been, if you're a Christian, you have been bought with a price. Right. Yeah. You are not your own anymore. Yeah. Jesus paid the price for you mm-hmm. to release you from the, and even non-Christians, if, if you, even if you, you know, if you're a Christian or not, I mean, everybody, you oh, know? Yeah. And so, so I think, but, but Christians specifically, we're all the ones God's who acknowledge creation. it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And uh, you know, it is our duty to make sure that our soil is is good, but right. also to recognize within, you know, our peers or society, you know, people in general, um, if they have rocky soil or, you know, bad soil for lack of a better word, um, and try to help them or spread right. the word. You know, that's right. that is our that is part of our duty. And to reiterate the soil uh idea yeah is that that's our heart and and one of the uh i'm trying to find the one where they're choked out uh okay and others are the ones sown among thorns that's verse 18 Mm -hmm. and others are the ones sown among thorns they are those who hear the word but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things Mm -hmm. enter in and choke the word and prove proves unfruitful how is that today with right, all this exactly. social media and self-image and mm-hmm. self-pumping you know everybody Plastic you know, surgery, look at me, look prep, at me yeah. yeah buy an audi buy a range mm-hmm. rover buy you Keeping know you the deserve the best yes you, you're wonderful you know it's all about and, you 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 right me, me. right and yeah. that's and and we were talking the other day and i think you see a lot of that in the millennial generation and the generations behind it Right. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it's not just deliberately just them, but oh, it's everybody. But, but specifically as a as a you know generation, you know, you see yeah. it more widely than any other. I, I feel like, and so, right. um, you know, because it's the generation that again was raised with convenience and social right. media and you know yada yeah. yada. So that's kind of just what they they know. I mean, and and so I feel like it's good. It's a good um, wake-up call for right. people like us, Christians, to to help, uh, you know, spread the word or just help people to prepare their good soil, you know, or, or oh, their yeah. hearts. Um, 
you know, because that's, that's what God calls us to do. And, and like I said earlier, you know, we're to live as citizens of heaven, even though we're on earth. I was going to look up something real quick, but I, I'll have to do it later because I was thinking of a passage in Hebrews when you were talking mm-hmm. about that. Well, let, let me go back a little bit. Uh, getting back to the soil mm-hmm. uh, idea that I'm not calling that correctly. It's not, it's not just an idea. It's a, Jesus is comparing, like image, comparing or, an image yeah. yeah, that our heart, our complete being mm-hmm. is like the soil is to the seed in the farmer. Right. And that if that, if that complete being is not uh, open to God mm-hmm. and not open to God's word and is not ready to receive and hold and obey God's word, then then Nothing it, nothing's going to take. Right. Nothing's going to reproduce, and the and the person is not going to be enter the kingdom of heaven. Right. Right. And once your life is done, it's done. And you know, unfortunately, so yeah. And that that makes me think. Well, what do we need to do to prepare our soul? Great. Whether you're a millennial or you're a Gen Z or yeah. you're an old person like me, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. We you've still got to prepare yourself, prepare your soil. Uh, to receive the word of God and to spread the gospel. Jesus said, go forth into all the nations and make disciples. He didn't say go make pew sitters, cheerleaders uh, for the faith. He said, go make disciples and Mm -hmm. a disciple follows God. Mm -hmm. And and that always leads into some suffering and some trouble. God gives us rainbow days. Mm -hmm. But so what, what I was thinking that, I was thinking about, you know, what's what's what do we need to do to prepare the soil of our hearts? Yeah. And it takes me back to Hebrews when it's talking about the word of God, mm-hmm. uh, that the word of God is like a, a, a sword that discerns, oh, yeah. that, that splits you open. It mm-hmm. People don't realize, they think that they get confused reading the Bible you're not just reading the Bible. The Bible is yeah. not just another book. Right. The yes. Bible, the Word of God, is its own spirit. Yeah. Just like, you know, fear is a spirit, the spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. The, spirit. the Word of God carries carries its own power, I believe. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what the Bible itself says about itself, that mm-hmm. it, it will open you up and discern you. It will split bone from marrow. Yeah. And, and, and... So to prepare the soul of our hearts mm-hmm. for God's word and to be a good Christian and to spread the gospel, I think one of the main things that we need to do is study the word of God or mm-hmm. read the word of God, meditate on the word of God. What do you Yeah, to add to that, that, I mean, I think that's a great point because, you know, as humans, even though you're Christian, you're a Christian, you're a human. So yes, we are supposed to be disciples and live in God's image, but of course, or Jesus image, both Jesus and God's image, but... um. But of course, you know, we sin and, and we're just like every other person, you know, we're not perfect. Oh, yeah. no. And so I think that's a great um, way that if you're just now, you know. And if you're evangelizing, tell people yeah. that you're not perfect. Exactly. Because, we come off yes. as pious Christians yes. and they see our crosses and they think we're trying to be perfect. Mm. We're not trying to be perfect. No. We're, we're coming to God because we're coming to Jesus. We're going because to church. Because we know we're not perfect. Yeah, yeah. We're a bunch of hypocrites and liars. Yeah, right. We need the Bible is your friend. Yeah. God, God has never, God speaks to me and gives me knowings and and all that. Mm-hmm. But I find God in in His Word. Yeah. 
gives us stories about his relationships with other people in the mm-hmm. past, how he handles problems. Yes. It tells you everything you know. And when you're if if you're in a relationship and you love the other person, you mm-hmm. want to know everything about them. Right, right. Yes. If you love God and you want to get to know God mm-hmm. and you want to get to know Jesus, get in the word. And the that's a key word, relationship because you know, I think a lot of people think that going to church is is what gets you into heaven, or that that is what that's all that's asked of you. You know, and right. that is definitely not it. It's it's more of a personal relationship with God. He wants you to have a personal absolutely relationship with Him. And what does that look like? That is reading the Bible, but not just for the sake of reading the Bible. Right. It's not like logging in hours. Okay, well, I read my Bible five hours today. That you know, that gives me good points. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's you want to know your lover's favorite color. And how to you act. You want to know what their favorite you know, flower yeah. is. You want and to what die. is expected of you. What, that's right. You know, and how, how to act and how to get navigate through this world. It's not about the action of reading or going to church. It's about what you take from it and how you live your life according to it. I, I want to, I want to inter, interject something right here because it just made me think. If you love, if you love Jesus then you want to be with him and mm-hmm. you want to follow him and you want to please him. Mm-hmm. So many people think that it's enough to, uh, be- I, I, it says somewhere in the Bible that even the demons believe. Exactly, yes. Even the demons yeah. know exactly. that he was resurrected to mm-hmm. save us from our sins and they tremble in fear because yeah. they don't follow him. Mm-hmm. I think the difference, I think, and, and I'm afraid that we have a lot of, not just millennials and Gen Zers, but we have a lot of folks in the church that think of themselves as Christians, yes. that act like that are yes. not Christians, yes. that are not in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're in love with themselves and, and, selves, and they've got a back pocket Jesus. If you love Jesus, you're reading about him. Yes. You're studying. And what, living it. You're, yeah, you're studying how Jesus talked to his apostles, mm-hmm. how he dealt with problems. How you want and you're to striving know him. to do that as well. That's right. You're striving. That's Keyword, right. of course. That's I mean, right. of course, like, I mean, I there's so many times I mess up. You know, oh, honked yeah. at people, even cussed at you know, like people oh, in the in you know driving down the road, get mad. I mean. It's, but I'm still a Christian. It's about, you know, my relationship with God. And, and I feel like that's a great point that going to church, you know, like the back pocket, is that what you call a back pocket Jesus? Back pocket yeah. Jesus. I those, call him, those kind yeah. of people. Yeah. I feel like they're the one, the, they're the Christians that, that give um, Christians in general a bad name. Like people right. who may not believe in God or right. people who are weary of becoming a Christian. Or they've because got an antioxidant. Antioch Baptist Church bumper sticker yes. and the cross around their yes. neck and all the stuff. Yes. And they're because cutting they're... people off in traffic and cussing out waitresses that yep. don't bring their food yep. in time. And that's 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 the stigma that I feel like Christians get. And understandably so. Like, I oh, understand yeah. that, you know. Um, but I think you and I, at, at the very least, are, are an example of uh, what real people can be like as Christians. You know what I mean? Like we are oh, just yeah. like everybody else. Oh, we screw up. That's what yes. she's talking about, yeah. folks. Not that we're perfect examples right. of Christians, yes. but that we are We Christians are right in the den there too. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the ditch with you. I yeah. mean, and that's, that's, and you know, God in the Bible, for anybody who doesn't know, isn't familiar with the Bible, but he uses, God uses a lot of people who, prostitutes, you know, drug addicts, oh, all absolutely. kinds of people yeah. to... Uh, That's who he was looking for. Yeah. He, I love that. I love that you said that because yeah. 
because that reminds me of one of my favorite lines in the Bible, mm. one of my favorite things. The Pharisees, as an insult to Je Jesus, as an insult to Jesus, mm -hmm. they called him a friend of sinners. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you that, go. That was a huge insult in that day because you didn't hang out with the, right, in the ditch. Right. And you didn't drink wine with tax collectors right. and you didn't eat at the supper table with them. That's right. That was a huge insult. He's a friend of sinners. Folks, that's what we need. Yeah, and God. I'm sure that's what you Jesus need. Jesus probably took it as a compliment. Like, you're right, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, because. That's I, what I came for. Yeah, that's, and that's, I mean, so there is not any, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard stories of people who've been, yeah, I, there is even one story um, on a podcast that I love um, of a guy who literally was a devil worshiper. And, oh, yeah. um, like you said, acknowledges that there is a God, but didn't, you know, yeah, for whatever reason, he he decided to go along with, you know, the to devil. To worship Satan and To get worldly possessions. God. That's and, right. And Satan does have power. Yes. Folks. And here in the world. Witchcraft is yes, real. Yes. real. And, yeah. and so he, and he did. He was, he, you know, he, he made a lot of money and, and whatever. But then something, I think he had a near-death experience where he, realize that you know he right. needs to get his you know what in gear and right. he did and now he is a christian so my point is is that you can literally come from the dark side oh, yeah. to the light side god There's, will always accept you <laughs> nobody out there has sinned too, too much. bad you're not too dirty yeah. there's no way that you can be too dirty yeah uh J jesus said just repent that that's another interesting message to me is that uh it's not talked a lot about in church, but it's mm -hmm. actually uh, the first message of John the Baptist when he came out of, uh, when he started his ministry, yeah. preparing the way for Jesus, mm -hmm. repent, repent for the kingdom of heaven is yeah. near. And then Jesus, when Jesus is baptized and he's tested in the wilderness by Satan, his first preaching and his preaching from then on is repent, repent for the kingdom of God is here. Yeah. And then... When the apostles, uh, Jesus has told the apostles to wait on the Holy Spirit, and they're waiting on the Holy Spirit. And when they receive the Holy Spirit, the flames on yeah, them, you know, yeah. and when when they're when they're fired up for God, their first preaching is repent, repent, mm -hmm. for the kingdom of heaven is. And here. that's what it's all about, you know, Jesus yeah. dying on the cross. It's for us, you know. And we re need to repent from your sins. Yes. Turn and re repent just means to change your mind, to turn away from your sins, mm -hmm. and to turn back to Jesus. Turn back to following Jesus because that's what we were getting to earlier. There's a difference. You can call yourself a Christian mm -hmm. or you can call yourself a non-believer or whatever. Right. You either you either believe in Jesus yes. and you love him and you and you follow him and you read his word mm -hmm. and you meditate and you pray mm -hmm. or you're just another person just like the demons who believe and fear him. Right. Exactly. You know, they don't follow him. Do you follow Jesus? Right. You know, do and you what does follow that look his like? Way? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that looks well, like? Well, for me, like, you know, I have a church that I love with all my heart. I've been going. My family's been going. But, I mean, I, I would rather spend my time reading the Bible for an hour than go to church. It's this, you know, it, for me, my point in that is saying is that going to church, like I said earlier, is not your 
take it to heaven. That's not a relationship no, 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 no. with God. To me, that's the time that you're supposed to encourage others and receive encouragement. Yes. And get then, advice for how you're, to you're live. You're not going to be a Christian. On, you, know, you can't live on one 20-minute sermon a exactly. week. Exactly. And, so, yeah. and so what what putting in active service for a Christian would look like is reading the Bible, praying. Praying, I cannot say that is that is probably one of the That's most important things. One. Yeah, because number one. I mean, pray. I used to think so I Read struggled when I was thirteen, mm-hmm. um, whether or not God was real. Oh, and yeah. I did a whole yeah. I feel like most people do that, but I, I I did a lot of research for myself. You know, I really looked into it. And after I did the research, I thought, okay, you, you know, he is, he is. Like I I, I feel him. I can feel him, right. you know, and, and I've seen him throughout my life. I just didn't know it was him, yep. you know, and uh, through all the good works that he's done for me and my family and the blessings. But so, you know, having a prayer, prayer relationship with him, that is your way of like calling up your best friend saying, Hey, what's up? You Absolutely. know, or like, Oh my gosh, I'm, yeah. I'm sad. You know, this thing happened, you know, I just want to vent or can you help me? Right. You know, I mean, that is, it's like literally the way that I think of God is almost like a grandpa, like, right. you know, or, or like my father, you know, the father. And the image you have of God as you're communicating with it is important into how you're, how, how you well your deal relationship with works. Yes. How you, yeah. And so, you know, just like you would call your dad for help or whatever, you know, that's right. what God is literally. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I, that's another thing about praying is that, you know, I feel like people feel like they have to say thou and art and, you know, like oh, all these. No, no, no. I mean, I literally, yeah. I, I just would talk to him like I do anybody. And, well, and absolutely. driving down the road, yeah. you know, and you don't have to close your eyes and bow your head either. I mean, I talk to him while I'm driving. Right. Or, you know, anywhere. I mean, right. you know, that's that's what a, a relationship with God. That's what Jesus changed. Yeah. Jesus became our personal high priest. He's our human. Mediator. It's just human. Right. He became our, when he ascended into heaven, mm-hmm. was resurrected and ascended yes. into heaven. It, the Bible actually tells us that he became our high priest. He represents yeah. us to God. Mm-hmm. He, he is the one who cleans us up mm-hmm. and says, look, here's Presents Lauren, yeah. Father. Yeah, yeah. She's coming to you about this. Mm-hmm. She needs she needs uh, some relief X, y, in some yeah. area, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's having problems with a, a neighbor, or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, whatever the thing is. Yeah. Or even you know, I I pray to God uh, to tell him thank you, or just you know, even just to, like talk. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. it's that is just that I think praying and then uh, reading your Bible that that is what a Christian looks like. But then also. Taking, like we said earlier, taking what you learn from the Bible and using that in your everyday life. Okay, so what does that look like? For me, helping others. When I see a homeless person, I know there's a lot of stigma towards them. And they, you know, people think, well, if I give him some money, him or her some money, that they're just going to go get drunk or whatever with it. Well, the way I view it is, as, as my duty as a Christian, I can see somebody who clearly does not have the things that I have. Right. And um, so I'm going to give them money. If they choose to buy drugs or whatever with it, that's their that's, choice. Right. However, right. You, you know. You just do what I, God prompts exactly. you to do. God has given right. me this money, this these blessings, and I would not have them without him. Right. Everybody needs help. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm going to help this person because that's my duty. And, you know, or, um, you know, if I see elderly people in the grocery store on one of those like little scooter things, I'll ask them if they need me to reach something. I mean, it could be just little things. Well, we're kind of morphing and I don't want to get off on a different yeah. subject, but I think that's a wonderful point. Yeah. Because in Matthew 25, Jesus is telling everybody, telling all of us 
about the end times judgment. And the end times judgment that he tells us about is, did you feed, did you clothe the naked? Did you father the fatherless? Did you give a drink to somebody Mm -hmm. that was thirsty? Did you visit a brother or sister in prison? Mm -hmm. All those things are things that we did or didn't do with four other people. But your motives matter too. Don't just oh, yeah, do it oh, yeah, just to yeah, do it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's not enough just to be a good person. You've just got to, to be this, you know. It needs to come from your heart. It needs to be because, needs, because somebody needs it. You're honoring you know? God. Yeah, yeah. You're honoring yeah, God. Yeah. But but what I'm saying, what I'm getting to is that that is your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says that if you can't forgive, you can't be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And that's if preparing you your soil forgive too. Other people. That's right. You know, you that's that yeah. kind of ties it all back. Then and that is what preparing your soil would look like. Right, right. And what but what I'm saying is that how we treat other people and our relationships yeah. in this world are a reflection of our relationship with God. Yes, exactly. That's a very good way of You can't it. have a bunch of bad relationships on earth mm-hmm. and be angry with your brother or sister. And we all have trouble with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and be okay with God. Yeah. Because your relationships, your relationships are direct, directly affect your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Your relationships with I can't. Talk, and it affects you too. With other you know? people. Yeah. 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 It affects the whole. It's bitterness, a domino effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bitterness, taking offense. I was just watching a wonderful preaching on uh, how offense. You know, mm-hmm. like we get offended yeah. when somebody says something ugly mm-hmm. to us or whatever mm-hmm. does does us wrong in some way and we hold on to that offense and yeah. we become bitter and the the sermon was the offense is the bait of satan's trap oh that's good yeah yeah isn't that wonderful that is but good yeah we better draw this thing back into <laughs> the soil that's right and preparing our hearts so if what what would you leave our listeners with in radio land today what what are you drawing out of this if i if i could just say anything um to take away it would be be mindful of the way that you're living right now and and not don't be defensive in saying well think about what you're thinking about yeah and how and 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 where your where your priorities are you know what 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 you're prioritizing in this life because this life will go into the next life and if you're if you're putting too much into the this life's bucket um and not you know not not producing uh your crop you know for next right, life then right. when you get to the next life it you know it may not look so well for you you know so yeah but you know what i mean yeah yeah so, I, I know mean, exactly it, i mean to put it bluntly you know what i mean right. it's, it's yeah. um just say it yeah what it is. yeah it is so I would just say work on having a relationship with God and it does not have to look like maybe what you think it it it, it looks like. You don't like. have to be you know, perfect. It can just be just, you. Just be you. Just go after God. Yeah. Yeah. Just seek God. Seek yeah. first kingdom and all this other stuff will be given to you. And some good good books to help you, guide you in that for me that I really like are yeah. Mark, John, Oh yeah, um, you know that because they they give a lot of really good um, advice, you know, on, yeah. on just living, you know, how to treat people and my, yourself. My favorite for for people that are new to the faith yeah. or yeah. or or are interested in in God and Jesus yeah. and the Christian mm-hmm. faith 
is uh, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew oh, yeah. four, five, and six. Yeah, Matthew's Jesus, a great one. Yeah, that's Jesus telling you everything yes, you need to know. A good sum. The Lord's Prayer is in there. Yeah. The but the scary in in Romans chapter eight too. But at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, I believe it's Matthew six. There's the scariest verse in the Bible, scariest passage in mm-hmm. the Bible, where Jesus ends the Sermon on the Mount by saying. Many will call to me, Lord, Lord, but will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who do the will of my father. Yeah. And then the, you know, the people say, oh, didn't we preach in your name? Didn't we cast out demons in your name? And Jesus says, depart from me, you lawbreakers. I knew you not. Yeah. That's scary. See, that's kind of what I was saying is is that don't just do the acts just just to do it because God knows your intentions. God knows your heart while you're doing those things. If it's for yourself, just to make yourself look good. Do you really have a relationship with Jesus? Are you really doing this for for the glory of God? Are you putting on a show? Are you just putting on a show? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody said, oh, I did this wonderful thing. Or that. Yeah. Well, did you get recorded? Do people think yeah. good of <laughs> rewarded? Right. Yeah. Did, did you get rewarded or, or, you know, did people say, oh, you're such a wonderful person mm-hmm. or you did such a good job singing that yeah. song in the yeah. choir? Yeah. Right. You, you know, we get rewards, you know, is are those the only rewards that you're going to get or do you have an actual relationship with Jesus? To me, the... the I got a lot out of this because uh, the soil. Yeah. I keep coming back to the soil. Yeah, that's the most. Because that's our part. Mm-hmm. God gave us a heart and God gave us a way and God gave us a good mind. And, you know, prepare. we have to prepare the soil. Yes, it's if up we, to us. Yes. If we have a hard heart, then we have to look in our heart, mm-hmm. in our mind, and think about our thoughts. And, and don't say, be defensive about it. You why, know, it's not a, yeah. everybody has to do why this. Why am I so bitter with this yeah. with this friend Yeah. or this old relationship? Why am I still holding on to this divorce? Yeah. You know, what, what, we, have to, we have to consciously yes. choose to be like God. Yes. And God just lets he, he he moves our sins away from us as far as the east is from the west. The yeah. Bible says, and we have to do that also for other people. That's and that's the hard part. You know, yeah, that's, that's that is a hard thing to do. You know, especially if you know, like I think about people whose family members have been murdered or something, and and they forgive the murderer. You know, or right. whatever. I mean, that's, right. that's a very hard thing to do. But you know, you just got to think God literally as he was being murdered prayed and said god please forgive these people they don't know what they're doing you know I right mean, you just you know it really puts things in perspective for you that this life is going to be hard because doing the right thing most times is probably harder than doing the wrong thing you know right. fessing up to a lie rather than just going with it you know to get yourself off the hook is you know easier you know right. so um so yeah that's <laughs> That's so, uh that's a very good point, yeah. I would say read Matthew four, five, and six, yeah, which is a sermon are, on the route. Romans yeah. chapter eight tells us about how the law's been. And put they're away easy to and, read too. Oh, you know, they're, they're easy. Under, yeah, easy to understand. Not, yeah. Yeah, easy to, yeah. So yeah. Pray. Yeah. Pray to God. He will answer you. He'll put a knowing in you. He'll yes, you know for sure. Pray. Meditate on God's word. Mm-hmm. Read the word, not just as you said earlier, not just to read it. Yeah. Not just to be reading something, but to to get to know God. Yeah. 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 And to yourself too. I mean, like I said, it it there is really good advice, you know, in here. That's how I take it, at least. You know, oh, yeah. on, on how to be 
you know, as a Christian, what God specifically expects from you, you know, right. as a Christian. And that that's for someone who, who needs to be reassured and, and, you know, told that they're doing a good job or bad job. You know, that's kind of, you know, my thing that's, right. you know, that's, I, I really appreciate that because, um, you know, that's how I know if I'm doing something right or wrong, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very clear cut path. So, right. Right. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Lauren, for being with us today and having this conversation. It's been wonderful. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> millennials can be good people, too. I didn't know that. No, I'm just teasing. I have I have a daughter that's just, a millennial. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they're going to be great. <laughs> yeah. But, but we, we, want, we want everybody to, to uh, have a better relationship with God. Definitely. That's what Christianity is about. It's not about the laws. I mean that those are the that's the will of God, yeah, and and that's what you know a lot of that's. But it's not about keeping all the laws. It's, it's the about, relationship. It's about having a relationship yeah. with God. It's about praying. It's about yeah. reading the Bible, mm-hmm. not just to read the Bible, but to get to know Jesus. Yes, you know how he reacted, how he how he wants things done, mm-hmm. and it, it's wonderful. Thank yeah. you for thank you for being with thank us. Thank you for having. Me. <laughs> Would you like to pray us out, or you? Want me uh, to pray? You can. I, I okay. don't want to be praying on the spot. <laughs> I'm just a normal person here. <laughs> well, thank you, dear Father. Thank you for this time together today. Thank you for the love that we all share. All the love comes from you. Thank you, and help us help us to move closer to you. Uh, increase our faith. Uh, we thank you for your mercy and your love and your forgiveness. And we ask that you teach us to be able to give that to other people around us, other relationships in our life, to be able to forgive. That's what the Lord's, uh, the world is looking for, is to see us loving each other. That was exactly what Jesus said, dear Father. And we ask that you teach us how to love each other better and how to move closer to you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was good. Good prayer. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Good 